You're listening to the Cheer Biz Podcast, where we dive into the business of running and owning your gym. Join us as we speak to industry experts, business gurus, and discuss how we can take your passion and turn it into profit. Let's get to it. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Cheer Biz Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Cotton, and today we are talking about the very important subject of how to respond when someone quits your gym. Now, before we get into the episode, make sure you have headed over to Cheer and Gymnastics Gym Owners on Facebook, and you have joined that group if you are a gym owner. If you're an owner and coach, head over to All Star Cheer Coaches and Owners. And if you would like to get onto our blogs or any of our other information or learn how to join the academy, head on over to nextgenowners.com where we have all the information about what the academy is, how to join, how to get coaching, how to work with one of our amazing coaches who can help you take your business to the next level. All right, so let's get into this. How should you be responding when someone quits? Now, this is a hard one and it's something that gets talked about a lot in really every uh, membership-based business. Uh, It's talked about in the fitness industry. It's talked about in other sports. And what should you be doing? How should you be responding when people quit? Now, in cheer, um, it's a little bit different than someone who quits a fitness gym because we have a close bond with these kids. Um, We have someone who oftentimes we've invested years, months, literal time into developing this person. And oftentimes you develop a uh, affinity for that person. You care for them. You want to continue working for them. And it can feel very personal when someone quits. Uh, It can also be very stressful if this is a team athlete because it impacts your team. You spend time calculating the numbers and figuring out exactly what you need, how many people you need to achieve your stunt score, how many people you need to hit your tumbling ratios. And it can be really, really stressful, especially if you're on that cusp where you don't have a lot of wiggle room and now you're in kind of that ugly situation if you're on a score sheet that requires more stunts like the United score sheet where it's going to become more difficult to build the stunts that you need to build. So you're in that position of like, okay, well, do I cut people? Do I cross someone? Do I um, make alternates? Like, what is it that I do to set this team up for success? And so quitting, especially in an all-star team, can have a significant effect on uh, your teams, your business, and it can it can have an impact. And so it's really easy to have a emotional reaction to that circumstance. So we're going to break it down kind of what are some key things I think you need to be doing when someone quits to help set your uh, set yourself up for success, set your business up for success, and make it less of a significant event when someone is deciding that it's time to quit your program. Now, the first thing I want you to do is you need to determine if you should celebrate or you should be sad. Now, what I mean by this is sometimes there are clients that... It's nice to get divorced from. Uh, They are unhappy. They complain a lot. They're the athlete that comes to the gym uh, late. They are not committed um, or they're very negative when they're there. So they're kind of that, that cancerous personality that pulls everyone down. And sometimes when those people quit, it's like 
Yeehaw, that is something to celebrate. It is, it is time to get rid of this negativity. The other reason to potentially celebrate is if the person who is quitting is quitting for a really good reason. And it's okay to say, you know what? Absolutely. Like this is something to celebrate that you've made this determination. You've come to this decision that it is time to move on from this sport and or from this, this role in our program or from this thing that you're doing. Now, that is less common because oftentimes, even when it is that right decision, it still comes with some pain and sadness and disappointment. But these are those athletes who maybe have, um, you know, plaguing injuries. Uh, They tend to get hurt. They've been hurt multiple times. They've sat out for multiple seasons or large portions of seasons. And they're just like, you know what? My body just can't keep up with this. My, My body is not thriving in this sport. And they make that determination, that very adult decision to say, you know what, it's time to move on for me. And that is that is something to celebrate because one, they're hopefully going to get more healthy. Two, they get to find a different passion that doesn't harm them. And three, it makes your life better in the sense of you're not going to be constantly trying to figure out how to replace someone who is injured, who's hurt, who's not able to execute the things that they need to execute for your gym. So... The other thing is, is should we be sad? Is this, is this a loss that is uh, negative, is something that we, want, we should be disappointed about? And it's okay to have that. It's okay to have feelings. I'm not going to sit here and say, don't care, don't have emotions, because that is impossible. If you're a good coach, you're investing in your athletes. Whether they're recreational athletes or they're team athletes, you are making an investment in those kids, and it is disappointing when those kids that you've invested in decide to no longer do the sport or decide to go to another program or something like that. So you need to determine whether or not you should be celebrating this or you should be sad. So take that moment and say, is this a good quit or is this a disappointing quit? Um, And and frame that in your mind. And that's going to take your next steps and help make them a little bit Uh, easier. The next is to learn the why and if there is something that you can improve. Now, I think this is important in every circumstance to step back and learn the why and analyze why things are happening and if there are things that you can be doing to improve the circumstances. So what do I mean by this? If you have a if you have a situation where a kid leaves that you should that you're celebrating, right? This kid um, kind of was a cancer, or maybe the parent was very negative in the lobby and they decide to quit, and you're like, okay, this is fine. This is a good one. Um, this is a, a good decision to let this relationship separate. Um, why would you want to learn if there was something you could have done to improve? Well, that person may or may not have gotten to that point due to reasons that you could have impacted. And maybe in the future, you can learn from what occurred and you can make things better so those things don't happen in the future. So learning the why and understanding what's happening and if there's something you need to do better can only make your business better. Now, do I? the challenge with this is it's very easy to then start to take things personally and feel like uh, 
you failed, uh, perseverate on things when you hear feedback that is like, this is what I think you could have done better. And sometimes the client's right. And sometimes they're wrong. You need to be the one to make the ultimate determination of was this something in my control? And is there something we can improve to make it so someone else doesn't have that experience? Right. So from a recreational class athlete, you know, they may say, well, we quit because there just weren't enough classes, uh, at the times that we needed them. Okay, that's great information. Maybe that's something you can improve and maybe it's not. If it's a class athlete, it could be that, you know, we felt like the instructor didn't touch base with us regularly and we didn't know what was going on. Okay, we've got a problem with our client experience there. Um, it could be a billing issue, you know, your front desk, how you're managing things through your class management system, is it efficient, is it effective? I actually dealt with this at one point where we um, had some some billing challenges and, and people were frequently getting billed incorrectly or not billed and then they had to get caught up on and this was years and years ago but it created a lot of tension and a lot of friction and there were people who were pretty frustrated and even though we were not making really any money at that point in time the vibe that people had was that we were trying to kind of cheat them out of money and you want to be really cognizant of those things and know that they're going on, especially if you're not involved in the situation and you've started to delegate things, you have managers, you have a class director, you have an all-star director, you have a front of house director, so you have your sales people and, and those things working at the front of your house. You need to know what's going on so you can make adjustments and make improvements. And if you never learn the why of people quitting, then you're not going to be able to fix things to help make them better for your clients in the future. And then the last thing that I think is really important to do is simply be kind. Just be kind. And uh, in the, the famous words of Elsa from Frozen, you need to just let it go. Like, let it go and move on and be kind. Uh, even if you're sad, even if this quitting makes things suck for your team, like it's okay to communicate, hey, I would really love you to stay because X, Y, Z, you're a great backspot or you're a great flyer and you leaving impacts all these other people. And I just want to make sure you think about that. I'm not saying that I'm going to be mad at you, but I'm really disappointed in this decision because we've built a routine. We've done this thing. We've done that thing. And oftentimes those kids that are quitting in those situations, they're quitting because uh, there are other things going on. Um, I've had conversations with kids over the decades of like, this just isn't fun anymore. I don't like it anymore. Um, I just feel like I need to quit or I'm just not happy. And sometimes it's the right time to do it. And a lot of times it revolves around the fact that they're they're not happy in other things that are out of their control. So when I see this the most is when things are rough in the household um, and when uh, kids are struggling with things in school or like relationships with friends and they just don't feel like they're in control and then they say it's time to quit cheer and that's because it's the one thing that they are really in control of. So they have the feeling of making a change, 
uh, even though they're not making a change that's going to impact their life in a positive way. In fact, it's taking away their outlet, but they're making a change, right? This is just like the business owner who's stressed out about not being able to make enough money. Um, and instead of working every waking moment on how to increase their arm and how to increase their enrollment, they vacuum their house and do the dishes because they feel like they're, or they, they go and clean the gym. They feel like they're doing something, but they're not necessarily doing the effective thing, but they're changing something right now and they're getting that, that satisfaction of a result. And it's that same thing when kids are quitting in these, these circumstances. But when it's not even that, maybe they're quitting and it's totally BS, right? They're quitting because they're not in the most uh, highlighted spot. Or maybe they're quitting and they're going to another gym. That one always hurts. I actually wrote a blog about this many years ago um, on what to do when you have an athlete quit and go to another program. And my answer has always been, you know, have a conversation with the athlete. But at the end of the day, if they're not trying to take other people with them um, and they're being respectful, then be supportive. I have had more athletes leave my program and come back than I have had uh, athletes that have like left and tried to recruit people away. I have had a lot of athletes leave and go cheer in other programs all over the country. I've had athletes leave and go to programs in Florida, programs in California, like big name gyms uh, to go and win worlds. And many of them did go and win worlds. Uh, and that is really, really cool for them. They got to have that experience. And a lot of them ended up coming back, whether they came back as an athlete or they came back and staffed for me. Um, but these are people who I kept a good relationship with. And even though I was disappointed in the moment, because they handled things in the correct way, they talked to me ahead of time, we had an adult conversation about it, it was easy to make that shift. So be kind and let it go. It's okay. It's, it sucks. You're going to have to, you know, swallow those emotions a little bit, but just let it go and move on from that situation. All right. So as we leave the podcast, I, it is, quitting is going to happen. It's an inevitability. So to be focused on that uh, every time it happens and allows, allow it to ruin your day and allow it to bring you nothing but stress every single time, you are going to end up being stressed a lot. Um, and this is actually going to be increased, especially when you're in those positions where it is, uh, it's financially based or it's based around team success, because that also brings about fears of failure and other things as a coach. So you're going to need to take those deep breaths. I recommend if you're the owner who is emotional about these things, you tend to take these things personally, then see what you can do to insulate yourself from that initial process. See if there's someone you can put in between who can handle those cancellations or handle those, those quitters. And then they just give you an update on those things. Now, I know that's hard if you, especially if you like to have control over stuff, but it will um, be a little bit more freeing to take that emotion out of it uh, because that initial uh, shock, that initial um, hit is not coming directly from that athlete that you feel you have that close bond with. So leaving the episode, the main to do is I want you to systemize what happens when people quit. If you can create a system, just like creating systems everywhere in our business creates freedom, uh, you're going to ensure that it goes well. 
And the first thing you can do is you should create a, a form, a cancellation form that gets you the information you want. So something that you can host on your website, it can be a Google form that someone goes in and fills out and they put in their name and their email. And then, you know, why are you quitting? Would you recommend us to anyone else? Like ask those questions because sometimes people are quitting and they love you and they think you're great and they're just quitting because it's not the right time for them. And that means they'll probably be back. You can even ask people, do you have anyone, if you would refer someone to our program, do you have anyone you would refer right now? And maybe that client leaving gives you three hot leads. So asking good questions and determining what happened, why are they quitting? And you know, would you rejoin in the future and get that information from them on the front end and not, it doesn't have to be personal. Now you may decide after that, that form to give someone a call and get more clarification or maybe even just apologize for something, right? And maybe you get the form and they go, yeah, I was, I was triple billed for something and I'm really, really unhappy about it. I, you know, and I wasn't refunded or I called the gym 17 times to try and set something up and no one answered the phone and you can call and apologize. It's okay to say, sorry, we talked about that in another episode. Number two is to then build your offboarding systems. So when a form comes in, your staff knows what they need to execute. The worst thing is when someone quits a program and then they keep getting billed or they keep getting emails that they clearly don't want. It's going to take someone who may be left with like, Hey, I'm just ending this relationship and make them feel really, really uh, frustrated. So we want to avoid that and make sure that we've built that system for our staff of like, okay, they're, they're moved out of Jackrabbit night class, their billing is stopped, they're moved to our inactive list in our email campaigns. Um, and you can still engage your inactive list, but those aren't people who want to get all of your newsletters and updates and things like that. And then three, if you have someone you can vent your feelings to, if you are prone to having those really emotional feelings before you respond, then find that person and make sure you're talking to them before you're like responding to anything emotionally. It's going to make a huge difference in your approach of how you handle that situation. All right, everyone, I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Uh, it's really nice to have all my equipment back um, and hopefully be sounding a little bit more normal. Uh, so it's, it was wonderful to do a normal episode for you. I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you're looking for other great content, make sure you check out the Let's Talk to Your podcast with Jason Larkins. And with that, we will catch you on the next episode. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Cheer Biz Podcast. If you would like to be featured on our podcast, click the link in our description to apply. If you're interested in joining NextGen, visit our website at www.nextgenowners.com. And lastly, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast to make sure you don't miss any future episodes. Thanks for listening.